Blog Talk Radio. All right, uh, welcome to the digital meet and greet uh, for singer Nakia, and I'm some guy named Jay, and uh, we're having a little issue playing the song. <laughs> uh, so just give me one second. Let's see if I could still get it on. If not, we'll just go on ahead and uh, do what we got to do. The show must go on. Let's keep. Let's. I'm gonna keep trying it to. Oh. Get butterfly and 
All right, that was the song Boomerang from Nakia off her new project. We're going to go on ahead and bring on JT and Nakia so we can get down to talking about it. And uh, also, Nakia is also wanting to talk to you all as well. And if you want to talk to Nakia, all you have to do is give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1. And uh, we'll bring you on. All right, let's first let's bring on JT. How you doing, JT? Oh, man. What's going on, man? Still vibing off that song, man, off the top, on the dome, man. I mean, what a, what a sultry uh, way to just get into the flow of the digital meet and greet. Welcome everybody to the show, to the party, to the to, um, to the whole nine yards. Man. Some guy named Jay, my partner, and Prime, and tag team partner tonight. And yours truly, truly, JT, in the building. I can't wait for this interview. With the kids. Oh yeah, definitely. Same here. I can't wait to see what we're gonna say and and see how she's gonna answer. So let's go ahead and bring on the Kia so we can talk about it. Hi guys. Nakia. Hey, hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Awesome, awesome. Yes, we're doing quite well. Yeah. So yeah, let's. I'm. Uh, can Can y'all hear me? Okay. Yeah. So I'm going ahead and pass yeah. the mic to JT. Maybe he got some questions for you. Then we're going to play your uh, okay. play some more songs for me. So let's go ahead and get into it. Okay. Oh wow! Again, Nikia, honor and a privilege to have you here tonight on the digital meet and greet. Um, first of all. But for people that don't know, and again, you got to be under a rock if you don't know who this is. It's one of the best, you know what I'm saying, coming out and doing it right now in the key. And the key is tell our audience a little bit about yourself. So this is uh, Boomerang's on um, my album, For Your Eyes Only. This is my uh, fourth album project, with, along with a, a slew of EPs and singles. Um I'm working on, you know, more projects that are dropping next year and some other things that are happening this year. I know we only have a couple of months left in the year, but um, we'll definitely get into that. But, um, yeah, so I'm an R&B singer. been singing for a very long time. I own a record label, distribution company, uh, and a slew of other things um, that are added to my resume, which we'll get into later. Kia, yeah, how did you how did you arrive to the title of this latest project for your eyes only? It seems as though in this particular project you personalized it and you went in even deeper as far as your writing and just and putting everything on the table. And uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, um, the album myself, and uh, so I was interested in knowing how did you how did you come. How did you make the final decision on For Your Eyes On? So this time around, um, I think the um, the tracks are geared a little bit more uh, towards, you know, the more mature fan base. And um, when I say For Your Eyes Only, meaning that, like, the CD is so good, your CD is, like, For Your Eyes Only. You don't want to share it with anybody else, so they need to go get their own copy, which is available um, – Everywhere you can download on Amazon, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Deezer, Google Play, Title, 
anywhere digitally. You can download your own copy of For Your Eyes Only. Yeah, and if you don't have the copy of For For Your Eyes Only yet, you truly are missing out um, on on the Kia's latest project. You know, like I said, I've had it um, since you know since it dropped, and it, you know it, it just it's an amazing project. Talk about some of the other songs on this particular album that were some of your some of your babies, some of your you know ones that really have a message. I know all of them, and it's hard to pick just one. That's why I say just pick a few of them that you want to speak on, speak on that that really have that real message for, like you said, that mature audience that they can receive and embrace that message. Right. So, I mean, it's hard for me to say, you know, to choose, like, what is a favorite and what's not. I mean, because the album is so diverse. There's um, there's some pop stuff on there, some R&B stuff. There's also some stuff that, that uh, live music's being played. I think the live music tracks might be um, more of a favorite of mine because I love live instrumentation. Um, but, um, I mean, all the songs really, you know, really mean something. And um, they were, you know, written from uh, either the, my perspective of something that maybe has happened or someone else's perspective that I saw going through something, something happening. Um, like the song I Hate Love. Um, I wrote that song basically based off of a conversation that one of my friends was having with me over about something that she was going through. So I kind of, you know, just gain inspiration from like everywhere, depending, you know, where I'm at. This is why I always keep like a recorder and a notepad and a pen with me because I can just be out and see something and, you know, it, it makes me, you know, think of a hook or want to write a song. But I mean, this, the, the album's pretty special to me. All the songs are because they're all, um, you know, they all touch base with something personal and I think that everyone can kind of relate to all the songs because um, it's something that someone's either going through now or have, you know, has went through at some other point in their life. So it's very relatable to everybody. You definitely have a, a natural, uh, just a, a voice that just grabs you as soon as you hear um, the track, you know, whatever you may be listening to. And I wanted to know where did you get, some of your inspirations as far as getting into the music and creating music, who were some of the um, artists that you've listened to or inspires you, you know what I'm saying, to start writing and creating what we have now, your fourth project? So I would definitely say that um, more so the old school artist, um, you know, since I was a child, I would go on tour on the road with my uncle Charlie Wilson and I was always in the studio around like Shaka Khan and I've been in the studio with him with Quincy Jones. So those, you know, the real music is what I was around and what I took in growing up. So I think that translates a lot into what I do and, you know, what I'm attempting to do and that real R&B sound that I feel like, so desperately needs to come back. Um, but definitely, um, you know, listening to artists growing up like Tina Marie, Minnie Rippleton, uh, Whitney Houston, of course, Patti LaBelle, even, um, you know, from the male side of things, listening to like Otis Redding, Sam Cooke, Al Green, Sam and Dave, you know, you just kind of, 
the, those are like grassroots music that I just kind of like took with me and it just stays with me. So that's what kind of where the inspiration comes from. Wow. So definitely strong musical um, background and influences and it, it, it sprinkles in why, why the strength of what you're, you're bringing out, especially in your latest um, project for your eyes only. It really, it puts the exclamation point on why you're so strong. Um, you can't help but the grab um, flow off of, of some of those names that you mentioned. Um, so that, that makes it make sense. I mean, you curved and you made it all your own. I mean, definitely something to be proud of when you speak about um, putting, you know, great music out there. And I wanted to know, when we speak about R&B, you spoke about what's missing. Um, we we listening and, and we talking to our audience. Why is it? Why, did, why pick up a Nikia? Uh, EP or album, why go get your music? What makes you different, you know what I'm saying, from what is just out there in the R&B right now? So I, I would say I, I think one of the big differences is that when you when you listen to my stuff, there's no auto-tune. That's number one. Um, there's no, I can, I, I mean, I'm a real singer. So when I'm in the studio recording, I'm not like just in there singing anything and then some engineers are coming in and they're like, let me just auto-tune the hell out of this and make it sound like something. No. When I'm in the studio recording, it's live, it's me, and I'm in there and I'm grinding. And sometimes I'm in the studio for 12 hours, sometimes 24 hours straight because I need to get things how I want it to be and where it needs to be without machines kind of making me sound how someone feels like I should sound. So I think that that's one of one of the main aspects of things, um, and also um, the live instrumentation. A lot of artists um, do, like, a lot of um, sampling and, you know, making things, you know, beats and stuff on the, on the computer. I have actual live musicians coming into the studio and playing that bass and playing those drums and playing those keys and, and the guitars and the saxophone and, and the violins and the strings and whatever else needs to go on it. So I think that that sets the music apart a lot. Yeah, um, what you just said, um, and when you get to live music, I mean, I'm a lover of live music, and there's nothing like it. There's no replacing replacing that part. Um, let's let's go to the business side of things for a moment because I know there are people that are listening that are are eager to know and get some insight on this. What's the biggest misconception? when you're handling the business of the industry? What do people need to be careful of when they're coming in and, and, and staying in the right business mind? What have you learned and what can you pass on, you know, to those that are up and coming? So I would say, okay, so there, there, there's like a, 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 there's so much like we could do like a whole 10-hour segment on it. But in, in the shortness of things, a couple of things. One um, for up-and-coming artists, please watch out for, like, the fake promoters. Um, there are a lot of them out there that will try to sell you a dream and string you along and say, oh, there's going to be a big show over here, a big show over there. So just cross your T's and dot your I's and just check check people out. Do backgrounds on people because you got people out here running around selling these dreams to these artists. Meanwhile, there's dudes in Philly running behind them trying to trying to get them because they stole ten thousand dollars from somebody. So just just watch out for that. Um, also, understand that 
no one is going to invest in you if you don't invest in yourself. Music is a lot different now than it was 20 years ago, 10 years ago. You had major labels coming out, dropping millions of dollars on artists, giving them a budget. It's not like that anymore because of the simple fact that artists can just come out and put their self out. So what you have to remember is the easy part is recording and putting it out. Um, you can put out as much music as you want. However, if you don't market yourself and you don't promote, no one's going to hear it and it doesn't mean anything. So you wasted all your money and you wasted all your time. So you have to understand that you have to have some sort of a plan and some kind of budget to put yourself out there. And I, and I know that, like, a lot of people may not have a budget, but there's, there, you have to be strategic about things. There's, there's ways to kind of get promotion and get things done without spending a million dollars. But you have to remember that someone's only going to invest in you as much as you're going to invest into yourself. So if you're not willing to invest in yourself, you might as well pick a different career. Or if you're not willing to, to go through the struggles, because the music industry is very hard. So if you're not willing to kind of stay down with it and grind with it, you're in the wrong profession because it's, it's hard. And nobody blows up overnight. So that misconception right there is like a huge one, especially that younger artists always have. Um, they always think that, oh, I'm going to get signed and I'm going to come out and I'm going to blow up. And it doesn't happen that way. Like when you see artists out, Lil Wayne, Mary J. Blige, Mariah Carey, whoever, they didn't just get discovered and blow up overnight. Like they were grinding a long time before they got discovered or before they, uh, you know, put, went to number one. Like you got to put in work. So if you're not willing to do that, then you might as well not, not waste your time. And the other thing is you really, really need to know the business side of things. Um, whether you're going into business for yourself, you're going to be independent, whether you're going to sign a deal with someone. I mean, I know a lot of artists that, that sign bad deals, and where are they now? They're shelved. They can't do anything because they're tied into a contract. So read things before you sign them. Have a lawyer look over them and, and just learn. If you don't do anything else, go to Borders. Go to wherever they sell books. Order off Amazon and just read and understand things Go into things with your eyes open. Don't just take what someone's saying to you at face value because no one's going to protect you like you're going to protect yourself. And that's I'll tell you what, you just, dropped some, you just dropped some gems in that one segment by itself. The only thing that I wanted to ask that's you right, to add girl. to that, Child. How, how important is it for you to own your own music, own your masters? How important is that? So it is extremely important to understand who owns the masters because who owns the masters controls the music. So when I say that, um, and I'm sure a lot of producers will appreciate me saying this, when as an artist, when you're going to work with a producer, you need to make sure before anything's recorded, before any, anything happens, there's a solid agreement on what's going to happen and you sign contracts, have them looked over, because there's different ways that producers present tracks. There's leasing, there's um, exclusive, there's, um, there, you guys are going to talk points, royalties. Is, is he getting a 20% cut? Um, are we going 50%, 50 on the writing, 50 on, on, the, on the music side? Um, there, there's, there's a lot that goes into it, so it's not just, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take a beat off of uh, YouTube and record it and put it out. You can't, like, you can't do that. There's intellectual property rights. So, you have to understand, like, who you're working with, what the deal is, and are you buying these masters flat out? Like, did you make that type of deal? 
or um, because you got to understand, like a producer might say, listen, I want $500 for a track. Okay, he wants $500 for a track. You go in the studio, you record the track. Let's say you release it, it pops off, a label wants to buy it. But guess what? You never came to a decision with that producer. So guess what? That producer is not going to give you those masters because he technically owns the masters. You paid a price uh, probably for an ex- for ex- to exclusively use the track, but that doesn't mean you own the masters. So you have to work all these, these business things out before you move forward and decide to do anything. But it's very important um, that you own your masters. So if you can't afford to own your masters, I mean, that's one thing, and there's some, that's something you have to work out with that producer. But if you are smart, you'd work that all out in the beginning and own your masters. Oh, I'm yeah. Sure you would. Uh, Nick- Go ahead. Go oh, ahead, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I want to add a question to piggyback on what you said. Uh, more so about the producers. Uh, now, I know you use uh, musicians and live instruments for your production. Mm-hmm. But would you be open to using tracks from art uh, from producers that may use, you know, Fruity Loops and stuff like that on a computer? If, I mean, if it's hot and it matches your style, uh, or are you strictly like, no, it has to be live music? So, I mean, I, I, I've done tracks that, you know, producers have produced. But, I mean, I prefer not to not to get a track from someone who's using a program like Fruity Loops because you're not they're not really creating music. You're just taking a bunch of samples and doing whatever you're doing with them. But and also, I mean that that that's something that an artist should be concerned about. Like when you're getting a track and something sampled, depending on what's sampled, you're gonna have to get clearance rights. Did they get clearance rights? Like you have to work all these all these things out. So it's really best. I mean, and, and I'm not telling anyone you know what to do. I'm just you know speaking on um, how I navigate through things. But I don't really mess with samples too much because you know sometimes it's, there's a lot of there's a lot you have to go through for clearances. Oh yeah. Now, now just to just to piggyback off of that. Uh, now you know with Fruity Loops, they also have like things on there where you could also make original uh, music. Like like they have like built-in keyboard. I mean, I know mostly people sample with it, uh, but they, mm-hmm. you know they also have like the built-in keyboards too. Would you still uh, would you still kind of say no to that, or or they could do just a straight up original track using the built-in I mean, keyboards if it's, if it's or? Like- yeah, like if it's original, you know, music, and I mean, if it's a hot track, then sure, you know. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, that was, that's that's my question with that. All right, JT, I'm gonna kick it back to you. Yeah, um, I was gonna end end my particular question with with something uh lighthearted. I was watching a uh, a live video with our girl Stars Rodriguez. And she said something that caught my attention. She said the kid was shying away from the camera because she felt like she was having a bad hair day. So please define the bad hair day because I didn't see it. Maybe it was just how you were feeling in that moment, but I got a lot of um, – that was an interesting moment. What's, what is the definition of a bad hair day? Well, for me, which I'm sure like every other woman, like if you feel like your hair is not combed the proper way or – you know, if it's just not laid, like you're having a bad hair day. So I just gotcha. didn't, you know, we were working. So I wasn't like, I wasn't ready for the camera. You know, I was in work mode. So I had been up for over 24 hours, hair sticking up, 
you know, just grinding and working and it, yeah. So my hair was not, I was not, I was not ready in my Kevin Hart voice. Yes. Yeah, definitely was in work mode, and and I know when you in that type of a zone and you focus, um, do you feel like you were productive? That you get a lot done when you in the zone like that? Like you feel like that you have a routine and a rhythm that that you get into that you are most productive in? Of course. Um, you know, like I said, everybody works different, but for me, um, when I'm creating and or I'm in I'm in the middle of doing something and I and I and I can't stop. Um, I'll just keep going until I accomplish certain things. Sometimes I'll go till I conk out, but I mean that's not always good. But um, when I when I have an idea and I'm and I'm going and I'm creating, sometimes you don't wanna you don't wanna stop. You don't wanna lose that you know that create creativity that you have going on in your mind and and you know the aura that's around you that's happening because you know you got you have to be in a certain mindset to create, and the environment has to be a certain way. So when you're in an environment and you're creating and you're with other creative people and everybody's creating, that's like a moment, and you don't want that moment to stop. So you kind of just keep going, and sometimes you do your best work that way. Got you. And um, also I want to get into, you've had some dope visuals that have come out as well, and I wanted to know, um, just the the work that goes into creating a real dope visual, you know, based off song that you've written. What what just give us a synopsis of what it takes to create, you know what I'm saying, uh a, a, a visual that that sets you, you know, that is pleasing in your eyes and you feel good about putting out to the public. Right. Well, so there's a lot of there's a lot of steps that, that go into putting together like a good visual. I mean, first of all, you want that visual to tell a story and you want it to kind of convey, like, what you're speaking about um, in the song, what the story is. Some people, I mean, because some people can listen to a song and right away they get it. And then other people are visual people. They have to see exactly what's happening for them to get it. But, I mean, there's, um, you know, things. First is brainstorming. You have to figure out what what it is you're trying to convey. Um what you want the people to see, and then you decide um, you have to create a storyboard. You decide what the story is, create a storyboard. Sometimes um, you change the storyboard a hundred times, um, and then um, then you start to kind of scout locations. Um, you get with the director and kind of go over, you know, performances, roles, and scripts. Then you uh, pick your cast, who's going to be in it, and then, you know, sometimes when you're on set, things can completely change. You could be going in one direction, and the director uh, decides, like, oh, this looks really cool, this looks really great, maybe we should do it this way. And then sometimes you just make a mistake and do something, and it ends up going in the video because it was dope and you didn't realize it. So, um, I mean, for me, I look, you know, for the storyline, the quality. Um, sometimes, you know, the video will have to get edited ten times. Until you know, until it's correct. Because like I'm, I'm very like you know, I watch things over and over and over because it has to be perfect to what I, to what my standard, to what I feel like perfect is. But um, yeah. So a lot goes into into um, creating a visual. You know, outfits, how your makeup's gonna be, how your hair is gonna be, and things just have to kind of be perfect. So it's a lot. You can't just make a quick visual. I mean, you can make a quick visual, but it's not gonna be anything crazy 
So a lot goes into into creating a visual. My final question in this segment is this: When did you first realize that you were you were blessed with a gift? Like when did you first get like okay, I got something here? When did that spirit first hit you? So I'm gonna say like I've been singing since I was three. I mean, I would get yelled at for, I would put like a towel on my head and stand on the coffee table with a brush and sing. And I'd constantly get yelled at to get off the coffee table. But um, so since I was three, I've been like singing and stuff. And when I was 13, that's when I got my first, you know, my first label deal. But when I was 13, I did a talent show. Like there was, I was in California. I was in Los Angeles and Hollywood. Um, There was like a little ad that went up that said that they were doing a talent show. So I went, I did the talent show. My parents took me. Um, A gentleman approached us, approached my parents, um, said they wanted me to come to, you know, wanted me to come to his studio. My parents were kind of on the fence about it. Um, They weren't going to let me do it. I cried for like a couple of weeks. So finally my mom gave in. She says, all right, we're going to take you over here to the studio. You're going to sing for this guy. If he says you can't sing, you we're going to go home, you're going to go back to your normal life, you're going to go to school, and you're going to be a doctor. So I said, okay. A couple of weeks later, we go down to the studio. I sing for the guy. The guy tells my parents she has a beautiful voice she can sing. My mom was excited. My dad still was on the fence. He's a musician himself. He didn't really want me in the music industry um, because it's hard, um, especially for women. So... From that point on, um, I recorded, you know, my first um, EP. It was released, and um, and then I just took off from there. And then I kind of released, you know, albums here and there, had some stuff that charted. I recorded a Spanish album that charted in Argentina. And then fast forward, you know, throughout my career, you know, different accomplishments happened, different albums dropped, and here we are today. How proud of you are the success so far uh, for your eyes only? I've seen you charted at the top of some of these charts and, and uh, uh, throughout, and I know that's got to be a proud moment. What is that like when you get that type of feedback? Does that motivate you even more? Or it's a moment where you just got to sit back and, and just take it all in and embrace it, like, wow, this is why I put in the work, this is why I work. What did I do? And it motivates you to go even harder. What's that feeling like when you see stuff like that? So, to be honest, when I see stuff like that, it motivates me to go harder. Like, I never, I still haven't took a moment to have, like, a wow moment to say, wow, that happened. Like, I'll post stuff, I'll share stuff, but I have not taken the moment to really celebrate it. And for me, celebration looks like when when something like that happens, now, now, now I go into beast mode. I have to do something even better than that because now I have to top that. So I, so I don't stop. I'm like an engine. So like right now I'm working on a new album already. I'm working on new projects already. So I haven't had a moment to, to just, you know, enjoy it. But I, eventually I will once I kind of accomplish what I want to accomplish. But, you know, it just makes me go harder. It makes me, you know, start creating more and, and thinking outside the box and, doing, you know, other things and creating, you know, more avenues of revenue and, you know, different things. Okay, you're doing a tremendous job of doing that. Let me just let me just give the flowers where they belong. You you have put in work. I've, you know, I've had the honor of having you 
on a couple of different platforms, and I've seen I've seen it, and I see it. You have it. You have been blessed with that gift, and the fact that you challenge yourself and don't get complacent and don't settle in the moment that says a lot about your drive and what's deep down inside of you. You can't fail, even when you may fall. You know, or feel like it's not good enough. You still are exceeding expectation. Um, you know, continue to do what you're doing because uh, it leads me to my next question. What ultimately, what kind of impact you ultimately want to have, you know what I'm saying, uh, for your career? What do you want the meaning of your career to be, you know, when they think about Nakia as the artist and, and the library that you're creating as far as your music? So I definitely um, want to leave, I guess, my biggest impact I want to say on young women and also young men and up-and-coming artists. Um, I want, um, you know, these artists to know, especially the women, because it's very hard for female artists in the game. So I want them to understand and know that there's going to be doors that are not going to be open for you. But when there's a door that doesn't open for you, that doesn't mean for you to stop. That means for you to either kick that door open or find another door to go through because there's always ways. And be yourself. Like, you don't, have to, you don't have to change yourself. You don't have to, oh, in the industry, oh, you're too fat, or you have to look like this, or you have to be a sex symbol, you have to be that. No, you're going to be whatever artist that you want to be. So if someone doesn't take you at face value or they don't take your artistry for what it is, then guess what? Go create your own audience because you can do it and the platform is there. Wow. That is, um, man, I could, I could hog the mic and interview you all night because you're dropping <laughs> gems. But at this moment, I need to kick it back to my tag team partner, some guy named Jay, and check these phone lines and get the fans the opportunity to holler at you. So, Jay, take it away. All right. If you're calling, from, if you're streaming from a phone, yeah, no, excuse me. If you're streaming from a phone, all you got to do is just press 1. You've already dialed the number. So if you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press 1. It will bring you on. We're talking to Nakia. Uh, if you're streaming from a link or a third-party website or any of these other ways you can stream and you don't have the number in front of you, the number is 929-477-3872, and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. We're talking to Nakia, and uh, we're, we're, you know, all kind of great information is being passed, and, and Nakia's saying a lot of great things. Um, yeah, just press one, and we'll bring you on. Uh, but until some callers call in, uh, well, until, well, until they, there's a lot of people streaming right now, but until they want to not be shy, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I got some things I want to say. Uh, I want to ask about your label. Um now, who who are some of the artists that you have on your label? So, I just brought on a young lady, a 10-year-old little girl that's a rapper named Sky. Um, so, you guys should be seeing some stuff from her. Um, I have a female rap artist named D, which you guys have seen some advertising and stuff with her. She's working on a new album right now. Um, I have a rapper named Trauma, another uh, rapper named Scrappy Groove. Um, and I'm actually currently looking for a couple of uh, groups, like a male group and a female group. So I have a lot, like there's a lot of projects going on. Like I said, I have my hands, 
you know, in the pot everywhere. So um, shout out to all of my artists. I'm sure they're listening. And, um, you know, they're just, they're working hard to, you know, try to release something, you know, maybe in the first or second quarter next year. So you'll start to see um, some of those artists um, gradually roll out. Oh, yes, definitely, definitely. Now, now uh, I, I didn't hear you say, uh, is, is Woe Bills uh, also uh, signed to you? Or? So Woe Bills like, is I not see signed her... to me, but she works with, my, she works with, she works with me a lot. Um, oh. But eventually we probably will, um, you know, ink, ink that paperwork. So. Oh, okay, okay, because I see her, see her featured, you know, many times, so I was, I was wondering about that. Um, and as far as the, uh, do you have any in-house producers that handle the production for the, uh, for the other artists or, or how do you, or what do you guys do as far as, uh, is that? So there's, there's several producers that, um, that we work with, but one of the main producers is Johnny Will. Um, he produced Boomerang. Um, he also produced, uh, One Night Stand and a slew of other, other things, uh, and um yeah, we, we, we work with him. We work with him a lot. He's he's a really dope, amazing producer. Um and probably in the near future I'm gonna be bringing on, you know, some other producers to collab with. Ah, okay. Excellent, excellent. Uh Nikia, let me ask you this. Sure. Why do you hate love? <laughs> I don't really hate love. I just I don't know, like I sometimes I think love is overrated. I mean it just it just depends. You know, love looks so different now in in this day and time than it did like let's say twenty years ago. So um, I don't know. I don't. I don't really. I don't hate love. You know, I just. I just hate that sometimes you have to hate love because things happen that make you hate love. But I don't think people really mean it. You just hate it in that moment, or you hate what's happening in that moment. So, but I don't hate love. Oh, yeah, no. I'm I'm I'm, I'm an advocate for love. Definitely, I was gonna, I was, I was. That was gonna be the segue into the next single, but, uh, but I, I want to add on. I just want to kind of add on to it. It seems like love is just this undefined uh, feeling. It doesn't really have much of a of a definition. It's, it's pretty much what you want to say it is. You know, um, that's true. Yeah, you know, that's how I see love. Is like, what, what do you think? It's not a universal. Because I feel like a lot where a lot of people mess up is they're is that they're trying to match their love to this societal uh, uh, universal definition of what they think it's supposed to look like, and love comes in many different forms. You know, I mean, you know, it, it it's no right or wrong way to, to show your appreciation and care for somebody. It shouldn't be levels to it. It's if you, I mean, you, you get what I'm saying. I mean, I get what you're saying, but unfortunately, there is levels to it. And um, yeah, that's not. Yeah, well, let me, let me, yeah. me backtrack. I do agree. I do agree, but uh, but I I don't think it should be. Uh, uh, well, I, I say that for a reason. Um, there is levels to it because you wouldn't love a, a friend or your, the same way you love a puppy. You wouldn't love your mother the right. same way you love somebody you. But love shouldn't be this. Uh, this this uh uh what am I trying to say? It shouldn't be this um okay, since I don't love you the same way I would love a husband, doesn't mean I that doesn't mean that you don't love the person. You know what I mean? 
you can still love right. that person as somebody that you, 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 I mean, you know, a lot, it seems like a lot of people are afraid to just admit that you just love somebody just for being just God, one of God's creatures. You know, it's like, oh, well, since you're not husband love or wife love, I don't love you. That's not true. You love, you love that. That's your best okay, friend. Jay, like you can't say J- Jay uh-huh. are you going through something right now? Because, you know, you, you, you sound very um, perturbed about this love situation. No, 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 no. I was I was elaborating. I'm passionate. Oh, okay. okay. I was elaborating on my on my uh, I was elaborating on my uh, point. Okay. N- nobody, I can check on you. Make sure you was okay. No, no, no. I am. I am. No, no nobody gets me. I I need to shut up. <laughs> no. But I I I it, it made sense a lot in my head though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Yeah, you know. All right, let's go on ahead and uh, uh, not now we took the momentum away from hate love, <laughs> but uh, well, but let's well, bring it well, back. Since you, what, hate, you what, since you sound like you hate love, we can just no, go I on don't. and play my my song. I hate love. Yes, 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 yes. But no, but before I do, I wanted to ask you, what is hate love? Like, what, what I tell the people and they'll play it. Um, so, okay, so I hate love is really, um, someone like kind of being in love with someone and and the person kind of left, left, left her for someone else. So she kind of, you know, in her head, she's going to hate love forever. And so like this person, you know, just comes back to her, you know, and that happens Mm -hmm. a lot. You ever go through like a really bad breakup or someone goes through a really bad breakup and they feel like it's the end of the world. It's one of those Mm -hmm. kind of songs. Yeah, and the video actually will be out sometime next week, the visual for that. Definitely, definitely. All right, let's go on ahead and play Hate Love. I Hate Love. Uh-oh, I lost it. Okay, there we go. Be this kind of guy 
right? That was I Hate Love from Nakia. Uh, now, Nakia, let me ask, uh, what, what, why'd you decide to choose that as the follow-up single to Boomerang uh, from, from this latest project? Um, so, I don't know, I guess, I guess it, you know, it was a strategic move. Um, that's one of the songs that are, you know, doing very well stream-wise. So, I figured, you know, people want to want to hear about it, so I'm going to show them what it's about. Oh yes, definitely, definitely. Now, and and for the uh for the project title for your eyes only, why'd you decide to title it that? Well, the album, as I said earlier, is is you know it's more of a for a mature audience. Um, they can probably connect with it better to really understand what's going on. So the album, for like, for your eyes only, it's like telling, you know, the fans, like, your copy is for your eyes only, so people need to get their own copy. Oh, yes, definitely, definitely. Wow, okay, okay. Um, again, if, if all the people that stream and jump on here, you can ask us some questions, you can network, uh, definitely do that. If you're streaming from a link or a third-party website, an app or anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872, and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. We're talking to Nakia. If you're streaming from your phone already, all you have to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. Just press 1. Um, now, let, let's let's get into this right here. The Winter Wonderland Showcase. Well, what's this all yeah. about? So the Winter Wonderland Showcase, um, I put together with uh, with Rodia Johnson, Stars Pen. Um, so the concert's basically, you know, like a give back concert, um, raising money um, for children um, who are in need right now, and um, you know, to help out with some. Um, some Christmas things. We're doing a toy giveaway. Um, the concept live stream, so um, you can um, go online and purchase a ticket. The tickets is ten dollars, um, and you can you know watch from anywhere in the world. We do have a um, a Facebook link up um, that you can go on there and click on the link and buy tickets. And we hope that you know everybody. Buys tickets and you know watches. It's going to be a great concert. Oh yes, oh yes. Now, now everybody's going to be in one location, or is it going to be like a Zoom kind of setup where people are from different locations being showcased as well? How, so how are you guys pulling? Uh, so all the artists will be oh, yeah. um, in the same location. We're going to be at PMA Studios in Denver, North Carolina, uh, live streaming. So all the artists will be in one place. But the concert, obviously, the audience will be live streaming, and um, it's interactive. So if you're watching, we can see you. You can see us. We can speak to you. You can speak to us. Clap. Let us know, you know, you're enjoying the concert. Make any special requests. And, of course, uh, Radia Starspen, she will be um, reading A Nice Christmas Story. For everyone. Ah, okay, okay, definitely, definitely. And you're headlining the event, correct? That's correct. 
Okay, okay. Excellent, excellent. <clears throat> yeah, this is this is this is great. I'm, I'm we're definitely looking forward to it. Uh everybody that's listening in and streaming, definitely check it out. I know you've seen the flyers everywhere. Uh get the tickets, jump on there, check it out. You know, you know, it's December. December nineteenth. It's, it's December nineteenth from six p.m. to ten p.m. that we'll be live streaming. We're also going to be doing a cash giveaway um, contest. So, in order, a three hundred dollars cash giveaway contest. So, in order to win the money, you would have to purchase a ticket, have a friend purchase a ticket. Share the proof of purchase and then log on on the 19th to see who won the money. And then obviously yes, yes. that same day we'll cash app that money right to you. Yes, yes. Oh yeah. Now, now speaking of Radia Johnson, um, yeah. How, how did you and her uh, connect for all? Because I see you guys are doing a lot of great things together. Uh, aside, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe Winter Wonderland, the the thing you guys are doing together. But I'm thinking it's more things than one. <laughs> uh, are, are you guys well, are doing more than this, right? Oh. There, there's definitely more things that we're that we're actually doing together. So we're basically after the Winter Wonderland, we are co-hosting a radio show together on iHeartRadio that. We're going to be, it's called Letters from the Pen. Our first show is November 30th, and we'll be interviewing uh, reggae uh, dancehall artist G. Tara. And we'll be, um, you know, talking to him about his new album and, you know, speaking to him about some of the artists that he, that he um, will, um, that, that he's worked with in the past, like uh, Beanie Man and, you know, different things like that, and then he'll be dropping some jewels as well about the music industry and the reggae side of things. Ah, okay, great, great. Um, and how often are you guys putting out the shows? Uh, every week or? So we how, will be you know. on iHeartRadio. It's Channel One. We will be be uh, doing our show every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern and every other Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and throw some claps on it for that. Uh, and while I'm while I'm throwing, while I'm okay, here we go. <laughs> now, how did how did the two of you uh, link up? So we basically, I mean, we linked up. It was very organic. So, you know, she's done some work with you. I've done some work with you. We ended mm-hmm. up linking because she's working on a series, which now we're working on the series together. And I was going to do, you know, some music for the, for the show. And we kind of just started talking, you know, and we just got into projects and we just started rolling, you know, women empowerment, you know, lifting each other up. And, you know, from there we just we became a team and we're working on so many things together. Um, we do have, um, but I won't give it all away because she's not here. So, we are working on a series and a movie that will be coming out on syndicated television. That's all I can say right now. I won't say the name of it and what's going on, but we will be doing casting call soon for that. But I'm just, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep that little jewel quiet until, you know, we get ready to, to drop it. Definitely. Definitely. 
Now, I do want to ask this. Uh, I mean, if you can answer it, are you are you acting in it as well, or are you just providing or just producing it, or? Well, that's still up in the air, but you may see a cameo or two, maybe. Oh, okay. Definitely, I guess everyone's just going to have to watch to find out. Ah, and Radia is directing it, or, or I'm, I'm asking um, yes, for too she, much. She, she <laughs> is going to be directing it. She's 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 such a great person. She's she's wearing a bunch of different hats. So, but oh. everyone's just going to have to watch to find out. Just have to tune in to find out, like exactly what's going on. I can't give too much away. Definitely. You know, non-disclosure, so I can't give too much away. Oh yes, true indeed, true indeed. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to whatever you guys are putting out. You know, I'm gonna check it out. You know, I'm gonna yes, I'm looking forward to that. True indeed. Yes, uh, JT. Hey, I'm going to tell you, um, Jay, we just got some real exclusives, just what Nikia just said. Uh, it sounds like the first time that, that she's even revealed a little bit of a hint of what's coming. I mean, it seems like we just got some real exclusives here in the digital meet and greet. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm honored to uh, – well, I, I think you guys are going on the on the radio on the PR tour, but I'm glad we got some good stuff for our show, <laughs> you know. But that was that was going to be regardless, though, you know, because we got Nikki in the house. Yes. Just so you know, if I didn't yeah. mention the series and the movie, Radia is actually writing, so it's going to be it's going to be hot, just like her book Wet. She may take mm-hmm. some inserts out of Wet. See, now I'm talking too much. But if you don't have the book Wet by Radia Johnson, go get it. Go get it on Amazon. And read the book because the movie will be steamier than the book, but you'll get an idea mm-hmm. of what you're going to get. So go buy that book wet on Amazon. That's right, girl. Ciao. <laughs> yes. Definitely get the book. Watch it when the movie drops. Watch the movie. Uh, oh, and speaking of. Uh, you know, television and movies and things like that. Uh, you, you, you yourself have a, a a station too, right? You have a channel yourself, correct? That's correct. Definitely. Now, this is not—is this coming out on the on your network, or this is coming on a different network, right? Yes. Or is this not it's coming out. It's coming out on a Cablevision network and also our network that we are working so diligently on. But, again, I'm not going to give you too much information, but let me just say, when we do our launch party, you will get an invite. Definitely. I'm going to definitely be in the in the building. Oh, yes. Uh, and, and, and also about, about your network, uh, anybody that has original content that wants to get on there, how do they go about doing that? Are you, are you taking submissions, or are you – or do you? So, what's the, uh, oh yeah. So you know our, <laughs> our our channels our channels on Roku. Um, we will take we will take um, some submissions. If you go to our website www.lettersfromthepen.com, the and the word letters the S is a Z, so it's letters with a Z from the pen.com. There is um, 
there's a, a contact there that you can click on and shoot us an email, and then we'll respond to you in 48 hours, and then you can kind of send over your synopsis to us. We'll read it. If it seems like something that fits on our channel, me and Razia will talk about it, and then we'll reach out to you. Ah, okay. Now, this is for uh, this is only for stuff that's already, like, shot and recorded, right? It's not for people that have, just have an idea and just want to get on, right? No, I mean, by all means, we're, we're open to ideas as well. Okay, okay, good, good. So this is also something, uh, well, I guess this should be a, <laughs> uh, we're going to get back to your music for a second. I, I, just, I was just, it made me curious about this too. I mean, this is something, this is a project even Radia could actually direct herself if somebody pitched the right, idea and she liked it. Well, I guess she has to speak for it. She has to speak. <laughs> I can't speak for her on this one, I guess. Uh I don't know. Maybe you could, because you you you'd be co-producing it, right? Depending on what it is, like yeah. Somebody... Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So okay. when it comes well, to, uh... when it comes when it comes to you know the aspect of you know the television piece, um, radio, you know, me and Radia, we're we're partners, so nothing will pass either one of us without the other. So. I mean, whether if you, if you guys want to reach out to her or you want to reach out to me, it's still like it's coming to the same person. So, you know, reach out, you know, by any means necessary. I mean, we're also, um, we also do um, interviews and, and artist reviews and product reviews and, and, and business reviews on our show. So if you have, uh, like, a product that you want us to review, we can. Um, our station is on in 200, we're on 211 stations and we're syndicated in over 300 countries. So if you have something you want to get out there, just let us know. Definitely. All right. Oh yes. JT, what you think about that? Yeah, man, you got two, um, you got two women that are giving you an example of what is, is, um, the opportunities that are out there. Um, when you own it and you want to extend your, you know, extend your plat- platforms out to others, you know, to build and uplift, and you know, there's no, there's no high, you know, there's no sugarcoat. Both of these, both of these ladies are bringing it real, and it's a tremendous opportunity. I mean, I'm just listening, and I'm like, you know, if you, if you're really serious about what you're doing, and you really want to take it to the next level. The opportunity is there, you know what I'm saying, if you really are about it. But if you're not serious, don't waste your time. Don't don't send in something if you're really not dedicated and want to put the work into it, you know what I'm saying, because it's not just going to be handed to you on a silver platter. Um, but if you look at it and you listen to it for what it is, it's there. All you have to do is, is, is be about your business. And these ladies are going to point you in the right direction. And they're going to give you what you need in order to go to that next level. So um, I'm I'm really proud, you know, of, of what y'all are doing. And I know that there's more things to come because you mentioned something that is very important. You said non-disclosure. First of all, if you don't understand what that means, I understand that it's even more, you know, to it. There's more layers to it, meaning that I'm just giving you a synopsis of what's to come. So if you're serious about what you're doing, you know, the information in the kids rock is, is real. 
you know, then follow up on it. Um, but don't waste these ladies' time because, I mean, they really are uh, pouring back into what they are laying the groundwork for. And when we talk about, you know what I'm saying, uh, women in general, you know, you got to look at what these ladies are doing. They're laying the foundation um, in a platform for others to be able to be blessed with an opportunity to take their, their projects or, or, you know, whatever they're doing to the next level. So that within itself is tremendous because they could be self-focused. They could be focused on them and what they want to do, but no, they want to take the time out, you know what I'm saying, to pour back and give the opportunity to others to be able to ascend um, to greatness as well. So uh, super dope on so many different levels, Nikia. Um you should take the moment to pat yourself on the back as well as Radia as well. I mean, it takes a, it takes a real made up mind and a focused mind to want to pour into others or even give the opportunity to do so because everybody doesn't have that same, uh, train of thought. So kudos, salute to the events that you said, like on the, uh, the 19th tremendous opportunity, uh, speak a little bit to the lineup because you have a tremendous lineup that, you're headlining that night as well. And, you know, y'all are doing an event with a purpose too. So talk a little bit about what that means and and um, what comes along with it. I mean, I know you got the giveaway. But talk about some of the artists that are on the, the bill that night as well. So, of course, we have Sky, which is my new artist, um, 10-year-old rapper, female rapper, up and coming. Um, she's really dope. Uh you know, she just wants to, like, inspire other kids. And then we have Bree, a young singer, um, another awesome up-and-coming up and talent. And then we have Trauma, who is um, signed to my label. He's a really dope up-and-coming rapper. There's Indigo, who does spoken word. She's really dope. She's got lots of albums out. Um, and then there's myself. And then there's Radia. So the show's going to be really, you know, really dope. Uh, everybody should just make sure you get your tickets, log on and watch, um, buy your ticket, get a friend to buy a ticket, share it, post your post your proof of purchase, and then you'll automatically be entered into the contest to win $300. And I actually just got an email um, from a young lady that's on who owns a home care agency that just relayed that she will donate 10 tickets. So she'll donate $100, 10 tickets. So if we have, you know, some people, if you buy the book wet or download the album for your eyes only, just, you know, show proof and we'll shoot you one of those tickets. And she did sponsor the 10 free tickets. Oh, that's awesome within itself. I mean, that's a blessing. And I want to put this out there for something for you and Radia to think of. We would also like to, you know what I'm saying, uh, right before, like the week before the event, if possible, we'd love to give, you know, give away some tickets on air. Um, we talk more about it, you know, about doing that. But I know we have listeners, um, you know, we've mentioned, you know, the event coming up. And it would be really cool to, uh, you know, be able to bless somebody with that that opportunity. Um Absolutely. You know, right before, right before that event, you know, comes up, so we can talk more about it. Uh, we could do it definitely on the Floretti Courts, you show, and uh, you know, do some kind of trivia or something with it. Ask Mike call in, 
you know, um, giving me some ideas and I'm brainstorming about just um, looking over for your eyes only and even looking at the uh, flyer. I got some ideas um, that I want to kick, you know, kick out to you. We can do that um, off air, but tremendous, tremendous event. And also the, the show that y'all have coming, um, what would be the opportunities as far as guests that want to be um, on that show? What do they? What needs to happen? Um, you know, would it be a submission by email type deal, or how would that process work? So yeah, so they would um, send us a submission, and again, you can go on the website www.letters with a z to the pen dot com, and there is a button you can click on to submit. So once you do that and it alerts us, we will shoot you an email back. We'll listen to your stuff, shoot you an email back, and then you'll get instructions um, going from there. I mean, also, uh, Radhi and I on the 21st will be in Atlanta um, at ATL Web Radio live. You'll see that on the live stream. And we'll be giving some tickets away there, and we'll be talking about some other opportunities there. So make sure you log on to there as well to uh, look for those, to hear and see what those opportunities are going to be. Like we, we're we planning on giving away, um, we just inked a deal with Sony Orchard, so they do all the major distribution for our label now. So we, we just may be holding a contest to give away a distribution deal uh, to some artists. So you just got to, there's some surprise gems being dropped, so you just got to follow and watch and listen. Yeah, and, the, and I understand there are a lot of distractions in this day and time. But if you just heard what Nikia said, there are opportunities if you're paying attention and you're serious about what you're doing, there's some opportunities in there that is a, or a chance to really elevate what you have going on um, if, again, you're serious about what you're doing. Um, so, I mean, it doesn't get any, it doesn't get any more um, easier than that. And it's still a challenging business. You still have to put the work in. But, you know, there's, there, again, is an opportunity. All I can say is pay attention, follow, stay, stay abreast to what, what Nakia and uh, Radia are doing because there are tremendous opportunities out there um, if you, you know, if you really are serious about what you're doing. Uh, Nakia, I want someone to ask you a question. It's probably a little, little known act. What is something... What is something about Nikia's that is is a little known fact that you would like to share with the audience tonight? Um, let me think. That's a good question. You stumped me there. Let me see. Um, okay, so I guess a little known fact is that I'm really actually like a shy person. So if someone kind of meets me in person, if you don't already know me, like I'm, I'm really shy until I get to kind of know someone and start talking and stuff. When I'm on stage, I'm a beast, but like off stage, I'm like shy. It's kind of weird. But, ah, yeah. That's exclusive. That's exclusive. And, and that also leads me to my next question. If you, if you could pick a phrase to describe yourself and your journey, what would that phrase be? Hmm. I guess um, best, greatest songwriter. I write really good songs. Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's a hard question because you know, there's more than one word that I would you know describe myself as. But um, I guess oh, yeah, the best word might it, be that's why I put it in phrase. Entrep- that's why I said yeah, phrase. Entrep- it's one word that's okay. not gonna do it. Yeah, one word won't. I mean, I would say entrepreneur, um, R&B singer, songwriter, um, female activist. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot. Child advocate. I mean, there's a lot of things that I do that, you know, people don't see because I don't advertise everything because some things, you know, are, are should be left, um, you know, quiet. Um, I would say that I'm a great partner. I'm a good best friend when you're my best friend. You know, I, I mean, I, I like to do normal things sometimes too. I mean, I don't always have a, a lot of time, but you know, my my kind of normal relax is like me and Radia going shopping together or like painting our toenails. Like I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, that was too much. Right. But yeah, I feel like I feel like you just you, you just gave us some exclusives again. That that's the whole this the whole point of the digital meet and greet. Get to know the artists, even get to know some little known things, and we're getting some real insights. So the people that are streaming, they they're really getting a real treat tonight. Um, in this interview, and and you know even even myself, I'm learning some things that I haven't learned in previous interviews. So I appreciate you being um, you know uh, transparent tonight and really you know giving us some insight. Leads me to my next question. So when you think about um, advocacy and things that you really have a passion for. Um, in your statement, I picked up on when you do it for the right reason, it's going to be little known because you're not doing it for show. You're doing it because it's in your heart. So what is what is something that you are an advocate for or you have a passion for that you would like to share with our audience tonight? So I definitely have a huge passion for domestic violence, and actually Radia does as well. That, that's kind of what um, – what kind of links us together because we kind of have the same passion for a lot of different things when we advocate. So domestic violence is definitely something that I feel very strongly about. And a lot of women and men are going through domestic violence situations, but you'll see, I think where it teeters at is with men because men aren't as open to come forward and say, Hey, she hit me or Hey, she did this to me or this happened. And I think that people should live in their truth because that's the only way you can kind of get through something and heal from something and move forward. You have to live in your truth and don't let someone else paint your story. You tell your own story so no one else has to try to try to tell your story for you. Mm-hmm. True wow. indeed. Yeah. True wow. indeed. Go ahead, Jack. Oh, yeah, and I was going to say I'm glad you said that about uh, – allowing, you know, men, you know, men definitely need to speak on this stuff. And, uh, uh, cause there are women who, uh, you know, that, that, that definitely do that. You know, it's not just something on TV. It's not just some Amber Heard thing. This is real. And, um, and mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, I believe that, uh, a lot of, I mean, and, and I, what I'm trying to say, I'm going to just be careful cause I'm not trying to, I'm not putting down women by any means, you know, um, but I, I want to say that uh, uh, um, I believe. A re- Fuck it. <laughs> I, I want to get. I want to get this point across without 
with, with but actually getting it across without sounding away. So until I figure that out, I mean, I ain't going to say it. But, uh, but yeah, definitely uh, men, um, you know, the, the, the police will work with you, the, the, the court will work with you. You know, you just gotta you gotta handle your business. You know, when it comes to that kind of thing. I think a lot of a um, lot of men don't come forward because they're embarrassed, or they feel like they're gonna be laughed at, or looked down upon, or look weak. But I don't think that's the situation at all, and they shouldn't feel that way, because nobody, whether it's mental abuse or physical abuse, nobody, no one should have to go through that. And you have to you have to first understand your worth and know what you will accept and what you won't accept to know that a situation is not good for you and you need to walk away. Oh, yes. I, yeah, this is what I wanted to kind of say, too. It kind of segues, what you said segues into it. Yeah, absolutely, Nakia. I also think one hidden thing why a lot of men don't kind of come forth is because once when they actually try to make the attempt, it's always hit with the, but what did you do? You know, because a lot of we always right. have this thing. Well, women don't do this, and, and they, you know, they, there's a lot. I mean, there's some that do, and 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 when the men actually try to speak their truth, they're hit with the "You're the man." So you, what, what did you do wrong? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, you right? Know? Um, yeah, but yeah, absolutely, Nakia. Um, and I want to, I want to get to the next, uh, the next single, "One Night Stand." Featuring D, and uh, that's that's kind of self-explanatory, but I, you still could explain it too. <laughs> so okay, so basically, it's usually the men men that like one night stands, but in this song, it's kind of flipped. You know, it's just a female letting the dude know, like, okay, she knows that he has a man, that he's got a girl, but she doesn't really want a relationship with him. She just wants a one night stand because he's sexy, and that's it. Mhm. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Well, let's go ahead and uh, play One Night Stand.
ain't nothing need to be announced How you want it? Slow, rough, or sexy Call me what you want, but please don't test me What's in your ear, kissing on your neck Tell me, see you later, I'm sure you understand This one I stand with some white last Oh boy, grab your clothes, here comes your cat Yes, yes. One night stand. I'm loving that. I'm loving that beat. I'm loving it. What you did with it, the vocals with it. Yes. Now this is this is the this is going to be the single after I hate love, right? Or or this is just uh, another this is, you know yeah, song that she's. Won- no, that's that's the single that's going to be after I hate love. Ah, definitely, definitely. Oh yes. I'm, I'm glad we uh, we leaked that. JT, what do you say? And definitely, uh, you know, very very sensual and um, up close and personal. I mean, it's just you know, you're just putting out a lot of great music, and you should be very proud of the projects that you're putting out. Very very personal, and um, I'll say inspiring for those that are really looking for that type of upliftment, you know, you've done a fabulous job in doing that. And let me say, and let me ask this, with One Night Stand, there seems to have been a whole nother hint of a message, like, if you really, you you really into me, you'll understand it's even more than just a physical thing. Um, And I could be reaching a little bit, but you tell me, the insight on One Night Stand, was it just a one a one way street, or was it more to uh, more to the message in one night stand? I think um, there there might have been a, a subliminal behind it a little bit as to someone wanting someone but knowing they can't have them because they have somebody else. And that's real because a lot of people, this it's a it's a real thing, more than what is is opened out there. People have those thoughts more than what they can reveal, and so you you really answered a, a strong question in question in that because that happens a lot more often than people realize. Um, let me ask you this: um, when you think about the the type of song that One Night Stand was, you think about Boomerang. Um, when you when you're writing and when you're in that zone, what what are some of the elements that you're pulling from in order to create the magic that you're looking for, like in a one night stand or in Boomerang? So it really depends on what producer you're working with. Different producers bring different things out of you, and it also depends on you know the music, the direction that that it takes you. It's very hard. Like as as a writer and, a, and an artist, I can write to anything. But the passion comes when you understand the element of the music that you're writing to. And it's an it's a art to write 
to be able to write to the the music because anybody can write, but can you write to the music for the music for the people? There's an art to that. And again, depending on you know who the producer is, every producer brings something different out of you. Depending on you know their production skills and and you know the the aura of of how the session's going, if it's organic, if it if it's if it's rushed, if it's forced. When you when you have a producer that creates beautiful music, and that live instrumentation comes into play. You know, it, it just it does something to you. It could just take over, and then it'll, it, it, the music's going to take you where it's going to take you. Well, the other thing about that that I wanted to bring out is um, it seems like you pull a lot from personal experiences as well. So doesn't that hit different when you're writing and you know the experience, so you're putting a different type of energy when you're writing for that particular track, especially when you're pulling from personal experience, correct? Yeah, that, that I mean that could be true. Um I, I think that um where it really comes out at when you're when you're singing, you know, when you're singing, when you're recording and you're singing from personal experience, the passion's there. So it makes the delivery that much better of what you're trying to get across. So let's play let's play a little game. Um uh, based off the track, um in any song that you have out right now, what what track goes along with this particular frame of mind? A person believes that um, a mental connection, a mental connecting with somebody mentally is stronger than any physical connection that you can have. What song of yours goes along with that particular logic? Probably Missing You. And break down, break down the concept when you wrote "Missing You." So, "Missing You" is really um, about someone missing someone that's far away, um, and they kind of still have that mental connection, and it's like so strong that even though that person's far away and they might be gone for a while, they're still kind of stuck with each other because they can't move on. Gotcha. 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 What is the reaction when a fan reaches out to you and tells you um, your your music really touched me or it inspired me um, for a decision that it, I made in my life? Just being uplifted by you know your music. What is what is the feeling when you get um, feedback like that? I mean, it feels great when someone can relate to your music or your music touches someone or helps somebody through a moment, um, whether it's a sad moment, a happy moment. I mean, it always feels really good. And it just kind of puts validation, you know, that validation that you created something great that's great for someone else. And that's another, and that's a tremendous feeling within itself. um, I can imagine. So with all the projects that you have upcoming and even writing, you know, a whole nother plethora of songs. What can what can you say is in, is inspiring and motivating you moving forward as we end this quarter and go into first quarter in 2021? What's inspiring the movement and everything that you're doing right now? 
Um, I mean, honestly, I, I think that it's the economy and, and the environment that we're in. Everything is, like, so up in the air and so uncertain that people have to be entrepreneurs in this day and age. And, you know, you have to set some foundation for your children, teach your children to be entrepreneurs, especially in the minority communities. You know, there's this mentality that, you know, children are taught kind of when they go to school that your whole life you're, you're going to school to go work for someone else, right? And that doesn't have to be the mentality. The mentality should be that they're going to school to learn to open their own business and to create and to create opportunities for other minorities. So I think that in all of the things that I'm doing, and I, and I have my hand in the pot kind of everywhere, people should understand that you should have at least seven streams of income coming from seven different places, right? And you have to focus on those yeah. things. If you have seven streams of income, they're all not going to topple at the same time. So we need to teach our children that. We need to teach them that foundation, that they can be entrepreneurs. They can be whatever they want to be. I mean, hey, they want to go be a doctor and they, and, and they feel like they want to go work in a hospital, that's fine, too. There's nothing wrong with that. But we need to instill in our children from the time that they're young that they can create something and create something for generations. So the motivation is, you know, for my kids to, to see me grinding and hustling, and what they'll remember most about mom is mom was a go-getter. She was an entrepreneur. She created um, avenues for other people, and she, just as well as she provided for us and created for us. And taught us something. That's the motivation. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, and I also want to ask you for the person that is in our audience right now, a young woman that is in our audience right now that has lost her vision and her motivation and can't see her way through, you know, to try to get to where she needs to be to be able to be productive. What What kind of advice do you give to a young lady that's going through that, as hard as it is and challenging as it is, especially for women, minorities especially, what is your advice to overcome and be able to reach, you know, that level of being able to be productive? Well, I would say, I mean, there's a couple of steps. So, one, you have to take a time. It's okay to take a time out because when when that happens, something happened that put you in that place. So you have to take a mental break and figure out what it is that you really want and also figure out the things that are weighing you down and holding you back. Whatever it is, it's a storm and it's just passing. So whatever happened, you have to deal with it and you have to deal with it head on. You have to forgive yourself and you have to forgive others so you can move forward. So things aren't weighing you down. After that, you make a plan and you refocus, and it's okay. It's okay to, to, to fall sometimes and to get knocked down because it's not about that because everybody falls at some point in their life. doesn't matter who you are. It's the comeback that counts. Even if you have to take baby steps to get there, you, gotta, you have to refocus and start focusing on yourself. Let go of whatever happened and deal with it one day at a time, and, and all things get better with time. You might not forget about it, but you'll learn how to function again. And you just have to take that time out. Sometimes just take that mental time out, that mental break for yourself and focus on yourself. 
all great gems and wise things. And now I push the question out to you for our young men coming to you, investing in business right now in a pandemic, and you know, kind of struggling through how to keep going. What's the motivation? What's the advice that you would give in order to encourage that young man to stay the course and see it all the way through in spite of, you know, the hard times in this pandemic? So, again, there's a couple of things. So, one, I would say for any any entrepreneur or business person, always have a plan B. Don't put all your eggs in one basket and jump into something head first without researching. You have to research because you have to know your market. You have to know your audience. You have to know what it is you're trying to sell, what you're trying to get across, what you want people to remember about you. And you also want to give people, you know, good service because they're always, people always remember that and they're always, they're always going to come back. But things are hard right now. But again, this is just, we, we, we've seen, we've been here before. We've seen this before with the Great Depression. So it's not going to be like this forever. But I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't give up on my dream just because things are hard. Because as my pastor always says to me, when things get hard, that means you're getting ready for a breakthrough. So just stay the course and do what you got to do, and you're going to come out on top. As long as you're a genuine person and you're, and you're, there's no malice behind what you're doing. You're going to come out on top. You just have to stay the course and stick with it. Yeah, there you go. Great answers to both of those questions. Definitely heed the advice that was given out. Um, some guy named Jay, I'll take it back to you. Maybe Jay fell asleep good. on it? Uh, he's been good. He's like, he on mute one. I imagine he might be on mute. Oh, oh, oh. yes, here I am. Here I am. I, I was on there mute. You I, thought, <laughs> I gave a big, long speech, and nobody heard it. Oh, dang. Okay. But, uh, 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 yeah, well, I want to say we're about to wrap up. and uh, But before we do, I'm going to give the callers one last chance to jump on. And, uh, and and speak to Nakia. Introduce yourself, and and you know. So all you got to do is press one if you're streaming from your phone. All you have to do is just press one. If you're streaming from an app, a link, a third-party website, anything like that, that number to call is nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two, and then press one. We'll bring you on. You got to hurry up and do it right quick, or you know, because we're about to. About to hang up. About to okay. We got some callers in here. Let's take this one. Caller in the eight two eight four four nine. You're on the air. Who is this? Hey everybody. This is Allie. Allie. Hi. Yes. Hey. Hey. How you doing? How's everybody doing? How's everybody? We're doing Good. well. Doing well. Yeah. Well, uh, Nakia, as usual, you showed out. You were laying down the wisdom, and I was taking notes myself. <laughs> so I definitely appreciate, you know, what you're doing and what you're putting out in the atmosphere and, you know, just the lessons that you're teaching everybody. So I certainly um, uh, promote you and wish you all the best. Yeah. 
Yeah. And is going to be on uh, Making Connections on December 14th, and Making Connections is going to be sponsoring some tickets, a little giveaway for their Winter Wonderland concert. So everybody stay tuned for that and how that's going to go down. That's right. Yes. Me oh. and Rodrigo will oh. be on Ali's show December 14th. So everybody make sure you tune in for that, too, because there will be some ticket giveaways there, too. Yay. It's going to be a dope show. <laughs> oh, yes, true indeed. So I don't want to take indeed. all the time, but I just wanted to jump in and say hello to everybody. Definitely. Thank you for calling in, Allie. And Thank definitely you. check out Making Connections. Yes. See you later. All right, let's take you out with some claps. All right. All right, let's go ahead and take the uh, the next caller. Caller in the, and I think I know who this is, but I'll let her tell it. Or it might not actually be her, but we'll find out. Caller in the 910-824, you in the air. Who is this? You know that was me. You know I had to call in <laughs> and give some congrats yeah. to the number one spot. She beat Anthony Hamilton. <laughs> hey. So, yes, yeah. we love you, Anthony Hamilton, but she got you on that chart. She hit the top spot. So I just wanted to say congratulations. I've been listening the whole time, and this was her moment, so I was not about to come on here. But I just had to say congratulations so everybody can hear me say it. And Boomerang is my song. So if y'all ain't go download that, you're missing out. Go download Boomerang because it's one of those so, that, yeah, look, I'll be bothering. I, I, I tell y'all what y'all got to do. Y'all got to buy the book wet and then download the album for your eyes only, and then listen to the album while you're reading the book. Oh, Lord, you're trying to kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, wow. So congratulations, sis. I'm super proud of you. I love the song, and I knew the rest of the world was going to love it too. So just keep singing and keep grinding. I'm super proud of you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. And that's all I got. What's up, everybody? Hope everybody's well. And I'm going to let her have her moment so everybody else can call in. And y'all go download that song. Play it in your car and stuff because it be popping. Definitely. Thank you, Rodia, for calling in. And, and yes, we're going to throw some claps on it for you as well. No problem. No problem. Hey, JT. Hey, Jonathan. Thanks for all you guys. Hey, what's up, plugging everything and and we just wish everybody the best and just make sure you guys stay tuned because yeah she's, she got some amazing stuff we got some amazing stuff um and the, the connection was just off the rip off the rip work 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 from the top we didn't have time for nothing else it just kind of meshed and worked out perfectly so i'm super excited for her endeavor and i'm also super excited for the one that we have together me too yes yeah. Definitely. So y'all have a good night, and next caller, come on up in here so you can download that song. I'm out of here. I'm going to bed. Talk to y'all later. (laughs) Definitely. Appreciate it. (laughs) All right. Yep. Yep. Love y'all. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Love you too, Rodney. Thank you. All right. Now, uh, if you got anybody else, like I said, just press 1. If you're streaming from an app, third-party website, link, anything like that. Okay. Now, this next caller, uh, is the number's not showing. So, uh, usually they're calling from some type of, you know, thing or something like that. Uh, 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to unmute, unmute you, and you're going to hear unmuted in your phone. And then you start speaking, all right? Introduce yourself. So everybody kind of be quiet so they can hear unmuted because I can't, there's no number for me to shout out. So, uh, so yes, one, two. Yeah, how y'all doing, man? How you doing? I'm just saying, Nikki, I love what you're doing, love your music, but. Don't put out too much of that record label information. You're going to get our record label shut down, man. Excuse me. <laughs> anyway, I'm just playing, guys. I'm a comedian halfway. I'm G. Terry. I'm just shouting out. Nikki, I had a call and I messed with y'all real quick. Y'all seem to be having too much fun with us. I had to come in with a joke. It's G. Terry. I was messing with you, messing with Nikki, messing with the whole comedy, sh- with the whole show, with a little comedy. Don't get. Scared now, everybody. Big up Nikia. You should have to give her a shout out. Don't, don't worry, I have I have security. We have security that escorts <laughs> to stay left. You should have kept I, it I, going. I, I, I wanted to. Y'all sounded so scared. I said, you know what? I ain't gonna drag them all. I ain't gonna drag them. Yeah. No, nah, yeah, I wanted to know where you were going. To. <laughs> I was, I was like, like, where is he going? I'm about to be like, hey, I'm about to be like this kind of more records, man. I, this, I, I wanted to know where you were going. I wanted to know where you were going with that right. too, because uh, <laughs> I was going to be like, "Hey man, I love you, man." Yeah, he was about to get uh, red on live uh, radio. <laughs> you only let me finish. You only let me finish. Only let me. I'm trying to tell you, I was about to be like, "Look, this Tommy Boy record. Look here, man." I love your voice, baby girl, but look here now. You can't be putting out all that information now. You're going to get our record label <laughs> shut down. All our artists going to go independent. That's tough there. Now, look here, girl. I don't want to send my, See, my papers out. I, I was, yeah, yeah, that's I, it. I was, that's all. I, 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 I was, go I was about to let you I was about to let you know, this this label over here, over this way, is an all-female brand label, so I don't know what record label you was talking about. <laughs> Yeah, man, I just want to say big up on everything, you know what I'm saying? Boomerang, my favorite song so far, off the uh, For Your Eyes Only album. My second favorite song is um, Missing You. Then after that, I like Forever Third. And then um, uh, I love hate. I mean, I, I hate love. My bad. I messed it up on purpose. I was trying to find a way to say it. Cool. It, it ain't work out. It ain't work. But yeah, I like all them joints there. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole album. That's my joint, you know. I'm from Jamaica, so you know I relate to all music really. You know, we grew up listening to R&B and rap, hip hop, everything from America. So, you know, I don't want y'all to ever look at the island people as separate from you. All black people, we are one people, and we love all the music that you make in America. What do you, you, know, you get the message? I love Nikki's voice. She's very talented, exquisite. Much love and respect from G Terra. Salute from Jamaica, Spanish Town, right now. Definitely. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for calling. Yeah, man. Big up. I know you probably yes. can't even understand half of what I'm saying, huh? I understand. Okay. okay, I'm making sure she hears me because it's just so quiet over there. No, I was, I was. You know what? I was letting you have. I was letting you have your moment. Um, you said you're in Jamaica, right? So, I guess yeah. I don't need to send you any water over there, right? For being thirsty, you could just drink some water from the ocean no. over there. Oh, no, there ain't no thirsty at all. We're full of water. It's a lot of rain lately. 
As a matter of fact, we hoping that it, we don't need no more. Much love, much success on the career, everything you're doing. Just wanted to call in and check in and, you know, wish you the best in everything that's going on. All the shows coming up, everything. Thank you. Definitely. Oh, much yeah. love to the, the radio host and everybody on here. Much love. Y'all take care, all right? Definitely. One love. Appreciate Thank you for calling in. Yes. Yeah, man. Big up. All right. If we have anybody else, go ahead and slide it in because we're about to get off. Uh, all right. I guess that's uh, that's everybody. Uh, thank you, Nakia, for another dope, great show. Uh, you know, we, we're doing some, making some more power moves. Glad you and Radia hooked up, and you guys are doing a lot of great things together. Uh, um, also, uh, Nakia, is there anything else you want to plug or mention before we get out of here? Yeah, so um, don't forget to check out the show. You can go to www.letterstothepen.com um, to see times and also you can write us a letter and send it in. We will read your letter live on air and analyze it and give you advice. You can go to my website, www.townsandnikia.com, and find all of my social media links and different information about me. And also check out Stardom 101 Mag. I just graced the cover of that magazine. It's out on newsstands now. And also, don't forget to download, for your eyes only, Amazon. It's everywhere, digital. And get my girl Radia's book, Wet. You can go download that on Amazon as well and on on Amazon Kindle. If you don't like paperback books, you can have it on your phone and walk around. But be careful walking around the street reading it. You might fall down because you won't be paying attention. <laughs> yes. JT, is there anything you want to plug or mention before you leave? Uh, it's all about Nikia tonight. Nikia, you made the show dope on so many different levels. We appreciate your time. And just being uh, exclusive, you know, those that were tuned in tonight definitely was, was got a treat, and and that's what it is, man. You you define why we do these digital meet and greets. Um, it was definitely an honor and a pleasure um, to have the opportunity to interview you again, and I look forward to opportunities in the future to do so. Um, keep doing what you're doing, keep grinding, keep being the example. Um, you you got people paying attention, so you keep leading the way for how it's supposed to be done and the right way to go about it. There's so many wrongs out here, but you're showing you're showing the way. You're giving the foundation. You you are the example of what it's supposed to be and how it's supposed to go. So salute to you. Kudos to you. And you definitely anything that you know, any platform that I'm tied with, you know what I'm saying, definitely you have our support. And you keep you keep doing it. You know, we're proud of you. And we look forward to, you know, you know, uh, continuing to support uh, for your eyes only and every project that you're dropping. You always have a home and a place for any platform, again, that, that we have. You know, uh, you're more than welcome uh, to it. So thank you. And may God bless you and continue to bless you in, you know, each step of your journey. Thank you for everything that you do. Thank you. And thank you for having me. Uh, yes, so, so indeed. All right. That's our show. That's the digital meet and greet. Good night.
good night.